Hey everyone, welcome back to another recap podcast from SNX Weave, where we give quick weekly recaps of news and important updates from the previous week from the Spartan Council and core contributors, as well as discuss what the Grants Council and Ambassadors are up to, so let's get started. Happy ETH CC week. It's that time of year again where Ethereum community members and leaders gather from all around the world and we get to catch the many interesting speakers and events via live stream. And for the synthetic CCs who aren't in Paris this week, it's still full speed ahead to close out V2X, starting with SIP 252. This will allow the liquidation of escrowed SNX and was voted on and approved with seven votes in favor. The SIP has already been sent to audit for review and is being prepared for release. The SUSD Optimism Bridge, SIP 229, was also examined last week. Ali discussed how the team evaluated the possibility of introducing a rate limiter, but they discovered this would in fact not be a trivial matter due to the asynchronicity between chains. The ultimate recommendation was for this feature to be its own separate proposal. SIP 229 will also require a supplementary SIP to enable Optimism compatibility with Synths. There were also some security concerns raised, mainly that enabling the bridge would expose SUSD to potential vulnerabilities on two networks. This is due to the lack of caps on the amounts allowed to bridge, and the use of non-standard Optimism bridge contracts, which increases surface area of attack, as the sequencer would be able to infinite mint since back to L1. In summary, and based on the discussion from last week's Spartan Council call, Three paths were proposed for this SIP in order to address these security concerns. The first was to activate the synth bridge, as already described. The second was to incorporate a PDAO only function into the bridge, where only the PDAO address can bridge synths with the plan to remove this restriction once security concerns were satisfied. And the third would be to hold off on activating the bridge until the security concerns addressed in the meeting were satisfied. These changes would have likely taken about three weeks for full feasibility and audit. So in the end, the council voted to enable the bridge as is. As of today, the bridge has been unpaused. While it doesn't have a UI yet, users can reference the blog post that was published to start bridging SUSD to and from Optimism immediately. As for V3 updates, Noah said the CCs have an outline of a plan that would get a version of V3 up where they would be able to swap out the collateral staking, and liquidity side of the system without interrupting how the markets and assets behave. SIPs 300 to 306 basically describe this process in depth, and the plan is to get a presentation for SIP 301 scheduled as soon as possible. There are also a few SIPs presented last week, so let's briefly review them. The first three were presented by BERT and propose adding Doge, BNB, and Monero perps. Bird explained that they're broken into three separate SIPs just in case there are objections to individual asset listings. All were chosen because of their high cap, high liquidity markets. And Bird said they really want to push the hedging use case of Quenta for users who may be holding older spot tokens. Caleb added that the wide availability of these tokens on different exchanges means there will be better latency in the feeds and the fees can be lower. The next presentation was to incorporate trade directionality in pricing of atomic swaps. This SIP was presented by Caleb and would improve the pricing of atomic swaps by incorporating directionality of the trades into the Uniswap pricing methodology. 
Caleb said they noticed there was a minor issue in some of the fills over the past few weeks. And this SIP would fix the bug in the implementation by incorporating the directionality of the trade. This SIP was voted on and approved with seven votes in favor and none against. In Grants Council updates, the team is chipping away at their ongoing business. Last week, the council ironed out some of the details of their margin matching initiative and is hoping to get feedback from Quenta. The plan is to run a beta test and possibly run the initiative at the same time as Quenta's trading incentive program. Next, the two different versions of the wrapper UI are both looking good. There were just some minor suggestions made last week for UI improvements. These are both almost ready to be reviewed by the CCs before deciding which one to publish. Duck also gave a quick update on the SIP submission UI initiative. He wrote up the basic specs for this, and the RFP was actually posted in the Grants Announcement channel. Be sure to reach out to the Grants Council if you are able to help create a simple user interface for submitting pull requests of synthetic SIPs to the GitHub repo. Lastly, in Ambassador updates, the guys have a bunch of Spartan spaces lined up for the coming weeks, so be on the lookout for comms related to these. Mojo has also started a website for the council where various ambassador-related projects, pages, and relevant sites will be linked. Matt also discussed the Synthetics 2022 milestone blog that he put out last week. While this is not ambassador-specific, it's still a very important read. Now that we are past the halfway point of the year, it's good to look back and review and have a clear picture for the remaining months, so be sure to check it out if you haven't already. And that's it for today's updates. Be sure to check out our weekly recap blog post, share this podcast link, and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more about from SNX Weave. Thanks for listening.